Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very, very much. And uh, I need to get my log for the second hour. I was busy looking up the uh, peach question. Let me turn away from the mic just a moment. Like this. And like that. And now I'm ready to go. Um, I did the uh, little bit of research during that time on why a peach uh, tree would produce fruit that doesn't ripen. And uh, the blind squirrel has come through. The two things that matched up in several university websites were fruit needs to be thinned and uh, choice of varieties. So those, uh, I'm going to leave it at that. I, I uh, found the nut. And I think uh, think those are probably what the, the cause could be. Um, the uh, Texas A&M fact sheet does talk about uh, the uh, age of the of the trees, um, and that uh, trees are productive up to 12 to 15 years, and and in some uh, cases of ex- this is for commercial production um, of. Uh, really well-maintained trees up to 25 years, but that's in a commercial orchard where the folks are really taking the best of care uh, run by professionals. Uh, if you want to see that particular uh, bulletin, it is uh, ex- Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Bulletin number EHT. Uh, e as in Egbert, H as in High Top, and T as in Texas A&M. EHT-022, and it's just entitled Peaches from Extension. And uh, so it has information on um, the best varieties, et cetera, et cetera. you got to know your variety. And it, it, it makes comment about if you have uh, seedling peach trees, you can expect this to happen pretty commonly. So variety is very important. So that is uh, what we have. We have Stephen Prosper, Charlie in the fine city of Anna, and uh, we will go to both of them in just a moment. Let me do a quick mention of Whiskey Stone because it is a great day to go to Whiskey Stone. They're open Saturdays, not open on Sundays, so this would be a wonderful day to go there. Since 1983, the experts at Whiskey Stone have been leaders all across North Texas, turning landscaping dreams into reality. They have taken hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tons worth of beautiful stone, all kinds of stone. Whether you want decorative boulders, whether you want beautiful river rock or, or gravel, gorgeous gravel, uh, you want uh, paystone interlocking concrete pavers, you want paving stones for a patio or a pool deck, maybe you want retaining wall stones, uh, you're, you're needing to build a retaining wall because you're on a slope. Uh, perhaps you need a stone for a fountain. Uh, what am I leaving out? Anything of that sort. They have stone of all kinds. They also have knowledge of all kinds. You go in there with photos of, of your landscape and photos of something you've seen that you really like. They can help you build the landscape of your dreams. Now, they don't do any of the construction itself, but they can refer you to the best landscape contractors anywhere in North Texas. One of the reasons for that is that they are very active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, so they are rubbing elbows with these fine people. So for the best of all worlds, the best stone, best stone products, and the best referrals in the world, you go in and see Mike and Derek Wisnand and the entire team at Whiskey Stone. Their address, 4501 East Loop 820 South. They're in far southeast Fort Worth. Open Monday through Saturday, 817-429-0822, whiz-q.com. That's Whiskey Stone. Again, 4501 East Loop 820 South, 817-429-0822, Southeast Fort Worth, whiz-q.com. I'm Mark from Ben Burke Ace Hardware. I own my Ace Hardware store because I want to help your family, and I'm proud of my team that's there to serve you. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Mark is kind of the designated leader of all 40 of these North Texas stores now. I 
uh, I really enjoy working with him, and it's it's just a dream for each of these people to own their business and to have a chance to help their town, their neighborhood. And Mark just said that, and that's that's what makes it so cool to get to work with them. Let's go back to the phones. Now we go to Steve and Prosper. Steve, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi there. Um, Neil, I've got a question. Um, my wife reported uh, a few weeks ago finding some grubs out in our backyard when she was doing some planning. And then last night I noticed I had dozens of uh, June bugs on the back patio. And we've got a schedule in about two weeks. I'm replacing my Bermuda with uh, Zoiza. And I wanted to find out when's the best time to treat it for grubs. Is it before it's scraped off, after it's scraped off, but before it's planted, or after it's planted? Last two weeks of June. And make sure that what you are seeing, um, and it's not easy for uh, any of us to identify the, the June beetles that we see in April, that's probably not the one that does the damage. The uh, The June beetles that do the damage are small. Uh, the grubs are small. The ones that come out early are usually a harmless uh, species. Or, there are several insects that, that have, uh, have grubs in the soil and that look like uh-huh. June beetles. The uh, one that does the damage is... Uh, is one that emerges here in in uh, 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 in June, the middle of June, uh, flies, mates, lays eggs, and uh, then the eggs hatch uh, about the first of August and start feeding. At that time, the grubs at that point are about BB size; they're tiny, right near the surface oh. of the soil. And we want to put our insecticide down in late June. The uh, insecticide to use is imidacloprid. Uh, one of the common brands is Merit, but there are other brands of it. It's I-M-I-D-A-C-L-O-P-R-I-D. Um, I don't know that because you see this particular species out there on your porch now or, or a couple weeks ago, I don't know that that necessarily triggers the need to treat. Okay. Uh, when you get ready to have the zoysia laid, uh, I assume that they're going to be doing a little bit of modest tilling to, to prepare the top inch or so of soil. Uh, yeah. So probably going to be tilling a couple inches down. That's the time you look to see if you see any grubs uh, uh, at that point. And if you do, then you would treat in late June. Uh, but Got if it. you don't see any then, then you probably don't have that particular type of June beetle. Okay, great. Thank you. You're Very welcome. Well. And and by the way, the the act of rototilling, uh, down a couple of inches will probably destroy most of this generation of June beetles anyway. So uh, it's very possible that you won't have much of a problem anyway. That's a, a mechanical right. way of getting rid of them. Sounds good. Got All it. Right. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Have a good day. All right, Charlie in the city of Anna, you will be coming up next. And uh, we have two lines open right now. Let me give you those numbers. 888-787-KLIF. Call right now. 888-787-5543. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. And it tells you uh, when to treat for grub worms in Chapter 2. That's uh, that's a big help. And we explain in that, I explain uh, a little bit about the uh, the June beetle and the importance of treating for grubs if and when you have a problem with them. Boy, nothing compares to back in the 70s when they were just annihilating lawns across North Texas and big areas of the South. Uh, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Chapter 1 covers the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is the perpetual calendar that keeps you up to date on all the tasks in your landscape and garden. It really, it's, it is huge compared to anything I ever used to put in my, uh, in my Texas gardening calendars. It's like four times as much information month by month. I've never put this chapter in a book before. Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. Uh, Annual and perennial chapters have big charts, uh, several pages long each. Huge amount of information to help you pick the right plants and place them in the right spots in your landscape. And uh, have the best uh, 100 trees and shrubs, uh, the, the best 120 perennials. 
uh, all the crepe myrtle varieties identified and described. It's just, it, there's a huge amount. 840 of my photographs, 344 pages. It's a hardback printed in San Antonio, not in China. Those are all important things to me on high-quality paper. Um, and it also was important to me to keep the price as low as I could and to self-publish, so I got to choose Carolyn Skye as my editor and Cindy Smith as my graphic designer. They each are the best I've ever worked with. That's why I enjoyed doing this book for you. It's now in its fifth printing. The sixth printing is almost finished, but I need to clear out the fifth printings as quickly as I can, so I've cut the price. It will be thirty-eight ninety-five when the sixth printing is finished. It is thirty-two ninety-five to get rid of the last of the fifth printings, and there are only two paragraphs different. One page, two paragraphs that deal with the winter of 2021, that, that one-week period, just addressing the fact that it happened, and uh, you'll save $6 uh, for those two paragraphs. It's a real deal for you. I sign every copy as it sells, and I'll look forward to seeing your sales so that I can sign a book for you. Uh, I sign them in my own garage. They go to the post office probably Wednesday, so that's your opportunity. Uh, once the uh, copies of the fifth printing are gone, then the price changes. It goes up to thirty-eight ninety-five. So thirty-two ninety-five, and uh, satisfaction guaranteed. The uh, two ways you can order: not in stores, not on Amazon. Call my office Monday through Friday, business hours eight hundred seven five two grow eight hundred seven five two four seven six nine. Better yet. Order right now from my website at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. At Lance Landscape Lighting, our certified electricians and designers can upgrade your outdoor lights, even vintage fixtures, to energy-efficient LED technology with just the right balance of warm and cool lights. Lance will illuminate the distinctive features of your home from every angle, every night. Let Lens create a nightscape that no matter how you look at it, makes your home shine. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. LensLighting.com. All right, we have Lens Landscape Lighting and love it. It's a wonderful addition to your home. Let me, to your landscape, let me tell you about Wortham Brothers Roofing Company right now at 972 562 5788 wbroofing.com Texas premier roofing contractor serving the entire metroplex with the finest in roofing for 35 36 years now did a little math there 1986 the experience of 100,000 roofs installed that's a lot of roofs folks they do composition roofs they do clay and concrete tile metal roofs slabs uh, slate i should say and uh, new and residential re-roofing. They do flat roofs as well. They do it all, and they do it great. If you have been in the hail pattern or the wind pattern in the last few weeks, I would really suggest you get Wortham Brothers out to go up on your roof and see if there is damage. See if you need to file an insurance claim. Uh, They can't do that for you, and they really can't say, yes, you have an insurance claim coming, but they can say, yeah, you probably ought to file. Then you go ahead and contact your carrier, and if indeed you get a settlement, then the next call you make ought to be back to Wortham Brothers at 972-562-5788. You will get maximum value for your insurance dollar if you work back through Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. I know that from first-hand experience. Nobody will build you a better roof. Nobody will stand alongside you any better. They are the best in the business. The roofing company that built our roof, that redid our roof four years ago. We are really pleased with the results. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company at 972-562-5788, serving the North Central Texas area, wbroofing.com. I'm Michael Stone from Stone's Ace Hardware in Casa View. When you need reliable, localized help in those great home and garden products, come to us. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Michael, very, very much. Longtime friend there. Good uh, good guy, all-around good guy. Let's go back to the phone lines here. We go to uh, Charlie in Anna. Charlie, we finally got to you. How can I help you? Hey, good. Long-time listener. Great show. Thanks. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, my question is this. We have some acreage out in Collin County, and it's got a, a lot of mesquite trees of all different sizes over there, and I'm wondering if you've got a, a quick and easy method of killing those things. Do you have any uh, thoughts? Uh, quick and easy? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you're, uh, so how large are they in diameter? Oh, golly, I'd say uh, they're all the way from little bitty weeds all the way to maybe uh, maybe even a foot in diameter or something. All right, and is this uh, acreage or is this just a, a, a city lot it's or what a, is it? It's a, it's a 75 acres, uh, about 50% floodplain. All right. I would contact the county extension office and see what what they would suggest. That gets out of the urban horticulture area and into uh, into fields that I don't work in so much. I I know that cabling is always a possibility. I don't work in that field, so anything I say is likely to be just buffoonery. So forgive me if it is. But you get two bulldozers with a very very heavy cable. You can pull them out pretty quickly. Or you use one bulldozer and push them out pretty easily. I, I, I mean, people push down pecan trees for crying out loud breaks my heart. But, but they're they're not impossible just to push over. Um, and with a one inch tree, I, I, you're going to have to push anything over your to to get the root system out. Uh, if it were just seedlings, I'd say mow them will discourage them from coming up. But at one inch, even that will come back. That's a small tree, but it, it's still big enough it'll come back from its roots. Um, and if you were to kill it with a broadleafed weed killer spray, you're still going to have the tree there. It's still going to be in the way, so you're still at some point going to have to push it out and, and bulldoze it out. I don't have a brainstorm brilliant idea for you. After you waited all that time, I didn't realize that uh, it was acreage. Well, uh, no, that's a, that's a good good lead there i'll i'll, I'll contact my guy at the county and see uh well, it's not at the county it's the it's it's the uh, texas agri-life extension is the way it'll be listed it may be listed in with the county uh numbers but it's a part of texas a&m right right okay well i appreciate it yeah it's uh, i'm not very far off on my answer i'll bet you uh that was the kind of work that my dad did with a&m was brush control and weed control uh, he was the state weed control specialist, but I, I went kind of off course into urban horticulture. But I was around him as he was doing things with the farmers and ranchers, and and uh, I watched a lot of that done. And I don't think that that I don't think there are too many ways that you can get rid of mesquite trees or other brush without just physically knocking it down, removing it, or burning it, or whatever you're allowed to do. So anyway, appreciate your call, Charlie. I'm sorry I wasn't uh, the, uh, the cure-all for all things there. Let's go to Bill in Dallas. Bill, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, Neil. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. I re-landscaped my entire home last year. only thing we left in place was the large trees, grass, uh, all the bushes replaced. Down our, we have a driveway on the right side of our property that goes all the way to the end, and you turn left into the driveway. On the right side of that uh, property line that waters the driveway that goes down, we put uh, mondo grass uh, along that area, and then it kind of banks up, and it, it really looks good. The first 15, so it's about 100 feet of mondo grass. So the first 20, 30 feet of it, some animal has been chewing it and just nubbing it down to, um, you know, an inch length uh, or, or so. And then the rest of the Mondo grass looks fine, nice, big, and bushy. But that first 30 or 40 feet, send the animal, according to my my uh, gentleman that takes care of our lawn, grass. Now, in far north Dallas, and we have rabbits all over the place. We've got skunks. Uh, see a fox occasionally. We've got a bobcat. Uh, I know a bobcat's not going to eat it, but I'm guessing it's the rabbits maybe. And we have squirrels, but, but I, I'm guessing it's the rabbits maybe eating that it must be of the of the choices you've given me that's the only thing i can think of that would do it um if if you had said you're rural i would wonder about deer um rabbits surprise me they eat stuff that i wouldn't i helped our son re-landscape his house last spring just like you had to do and 
we put in a bunch of dwarf Burford hollies, and they ate those things up, and I, I can't imagine. They have other dwarf Burford hollies in their landscape, but they were a little woodier, and, and they left those alone. These were brand-new soft succulent growth, and they just stripped those right up the sides. Um, that's That's probably what it is. I live in the country, and I have probably... I'm really not trying to rub your nose in this. I probably have half an acre of Mondo grass, and I have never seen any of it eaten. And you'd think in 45 years, rabbits would have gotten some of it somewhere. But I, I think you're probably right. And, you know, it's kind of funny, Bill, because I think in urban areas, in the cities, I know at Stonebridge Ranch where our son lives, I know that they have more rabbits than I've ever seen in our in our country. Uh, out in the well, country. on the other side of our house, uh, we have it too, but it's not it's not touched over there. I, I googled it, and that's what it appears to be. Yeah, and it seems like there's not much that can be done other than put some chicken wire over it, and then it kind of makes it look, you know, real trashy, and that's kind of well, it does, the, but it might be case. temporary until the until the mondo grass. Did they do it all summer or just while it was young and and succulent? Well. Um, it, it's the current current condition of it, so it's been there uh, eating. But I, first of all, I thought my landscaping guy was running his weed whacker and cutting them down. I, you know, got too close to him or something. Yeah. But he said no. Uh, he doesn't use a weed whacker; just blows the leaves with a a, a, a blower. Right. And he, he said it's something that's eating it. He suggested putting some poison on it, and I was a little leery about doing that. Well, uh, you can put deterrents on. There are things that you can put out that are repellents they last until you water or until you get a rain which unfortunately in the spring is about 12 hours you know sometimes so you end up having to put them back out again um does it happen at night do you have any idea of when it's happening do you see anything happening no i, I don't know when it's occurred i just uh you know you know what bill you might you should be able to see their pellets their droppings that's that's the that's the best way to tell and i know in the case of the burford hollies dwarf burfords in our son's yard we could see the the droppings up in the bed we put chicken wire around the bed and he encircled the the dwarf burfords uh, with chicken wire and you're right it looks as tacky as tacky can be but it was that or spend another $500 on more Dwarf Burfords. Um, yep. in, in your case, I, I think the Mondo grass will come back pretty quickly, put nitrogen on it like you would on turf grass. Um, and you just, hopefully when the, when the lawn starts to green up faster, they'll prefer that and go out there. You see a lot of rabbits in your yard? Um. Every now and then, our cat brings one in the house, and <laughs> so okay. I know they're out there. Right. Um, well, I would I would try some of the repellents, and I would I would probably try the chicken wire or something that you could use to cover for a, a while, maybe to change their habits. Um, you could either make a fence that would keep them from getting into it in the first place, or cover it uh, over the top like a blanket. Either way, whichever is less uh, repulsive to you, I think once it gets some woody growth on it, I believe it will be less attractive to them. Once you get some green grass growing in your lawn, I think the mondo grass will be less attractive to them. All right. Well, Neil, I, I appreciate your time. I don't have a Thank great you. answer. Those those have worked. You know, I've always had turf that they could eat at our house, and uh, they've 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 left the mondo grass alone. Best I got. I tried. Huh? All right. Thank, thank you, Neil. Thanks for the call very much. Charlotte and Sherman, stay with me. We'll talk about fall asters. Haven't had a call on them for a long time, so I'm glad you called. Stay with me. Folks, we have two open lines, 215-888-Sorry, I have no idea where that one crept in, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. ACE is the place with those helpful hardware folks. And they really are helpful. I told the folks when I spoke to the owners of Ace Hardware Stores at their uh, their annual get-together when I did all these recordings that you're hearing today and will hear for the next few weeks, um, I told them that one of the things I, I tell you 
is count the steps that you take when you go in the door at Ace Hardware Stores before you're greeted. If it's more than five or six steps, I'd be amazed. When I go in, they don't know who I am, most of the stores. This is radio. They don't know who I am. If I'm silent, they have no clue. And uh, they uh, it's usually four, five, six steps before they say, welcome, we're glad you stopped in. How can we help you? And they mean it sincerely because they want to find the right person to help you. And uh, that's the neat thing. You try that on one of the big national box stores, you will probably starve to death waiting to be uh, greeted that way. That's the difference. Ace is the place with people who want to help you. You can uh, stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer now to find a great deal on miracle Grow Garden Soil for $8.99. Save $2 with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only $6.99, limit of 60 Grow a bountiful harvest. With miracle Grow garden soil, vegetables, and herbs, enriched with a blend of essential nutrients and formulated with continuous-release plant food, it feeds plants up to three months. Ready to grow big, beautiful, in-ground flowers? Trust miracle Grow garden soil flowers. Enriched with continuous-release plant food, this soil will feed for up to three months. Meanwhile, moisture control technology protects plants against over- and under-watering. Grow plants twice as big with miracle Grow versus unfed plants for in-ground use only. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, you'll see people you already know. Local experts with trusted advice you can rely on. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. When you wake up... When you work, reopening our economy, when you drive home, this escalation of violence, what's happening right now, all day, update your day at the top and bottom of each hour, keep myself as updated as possible, on real news and information, 570 KLIF, KLIF.com. If you'd like to call, we have two open lines right now at 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer to your email on Thursdays right after 6 p.m. There always are five stories. One of them is always a featured plant of the week. One of them is always gardening this weekend. And one of them is always a featured question of the week. But we're modifying that one just a little bit, and we'll show you a little bit more about it this coming Thursday. That's my surprise that I'm saving for eGardens subscribers. You'll see what it is if you're a subscriber. I hope you'll take a look. We always have an archived example of eGardens on my website. That's where you sign up. Oh, by the way, we have about 80,000 subscribers and a couple things I promise you. I never give or sell your email address to anyone. I don't know if you come or go. I don't pay any attention to it. But I know that we have 80,000. We have a very high open rate. And I also never... Uh, spam you myself. I, you're not going to get anything from me that says, hey, by by the way, since you subscribed to eGardens, I thought you'd like to see this or that. I don't do that. Neil Spray's eGardens. Take a look at it, and uh, I think you'll want to join in, and you can see what that surprise will be if you're a, a member. That's of eGardens. Go to neilsperry.com. Same place you go to buy my book at that great sale price right now, N E I L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Click on eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. This weekend here we're answering some of the most asked questions that I get, and here is the number one all-time most asked question in regards to trees. Neil, what's a good, fast-growing shade tree? Well, the terms are mutually exclusive. Fast growth is a terrible criterion on which to select your shade tree purchase. You don't buy a new car simply because it goes fast. You shouldn't use speed as your dictating factor in tree selection either. Fast-growing trees are weak-wooded. They're subject to insect and disease invasion, and they're notoriously short-lived. The truth is, moderate growers like red oaks, live oaks, bur oaks, chinkapin oaks, and in East Texas, waller oaks and willow oaks will grow probably two-thirds as quickly as the fast trees, but they'll live decades or centuries longer. Cedar elm is good, pecans are good, and also Chinese pistachio in north-central Texas. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. 
Thank you, sir, very, very much. Let me tell you about Arborological Services, leaders in the tree care industry. In fact, I have always said they're the experts your trees deserve. Your trees represent the greatest investment in the resale value of your home of anything outdoors. They are the place that your family has recreational space. They uh, they represent a great savings of energy in the summertime by shading your home. And people love having great trees when they buy a home. If you get a home that has a big shade tree, a lovely tree that's a great variety, placed properly, it uh, it, it saves 15 or 30 years of time for that new homeowner. So those are all reasons that you want to have Arborological Services take care of your trees because nobody will do a better job. They have three of their people who have been selected as Texas Arborists of the Year. One of their men is an 11-time Texas State tree climbing champion. They have 12, uh, 12 of their people who are... International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists, they lead their crews out as foremen to do jobs all across the Metroplex every day. So from complete tree management and maintenance all the way to heroic tree preservation, anything in between, that's Arborological Services, the only people who will ever touch our trees. Their phone number is toll-free, makes it sound like a big national company, but they are strictly DFW area, 866-552-7267. On the web, it's arborological.com, Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., and Twitter at The Tree Experts. That's Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. It's a non-stop news cycle. I'm going to take the border to them in Washington, D.C. It's nice. The state of Texas is helping them get to their final destination. Russian forces. I can say war crimes because we see them. Frank James has been charged in Brooklyn. Elon Musk. Twitter. The de facto town square. He says he wants to buy it. Highest inflation since 1982. Russia's premier warship sunk in the Black Sea. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information. 570 KLIF. Hollywood is a man-made material that is proprietary to sunburst shutters. It's not truly wood. It is poly, P-O-L-Y, Hollywood. That's what they make their plantation-style shutters from. Pardon the grammar. Hollywood shutters from sunburst shutters. These are two and a half, three and a half, and four and a half inch louvers. They look like wood, but you reach out to touch them, and they feel like wood. But then you realize, if you look at the ingrain, I don't think those are wood. They open and close so easily. And one of the really neat things about sunburst shutters is that they are custom fit for each window in your home. The third shutter from the left is the third shutter from the left. It was made to fit that exact window. The bundle that comes out to be assembled in that window was made for that window. That's how that's how they can have uh, uh, shutters for any kind of opening in your home. You have a circular window, not a problem. They can fit that. You have a star-shaped window, no problem. They can fit that. Oh, I bet they hate hearing me say these things. They love the special challenges. Big, tall uh, uh, doorways, and you want plantation-style shutters there. They can do that. They do it all. They'll help you choose the right shutters for your need. They're white or off-white. And like I say, those three louver sizes, they're fabulous. They can faux stain them or they can paint them. Whatever you need, they are there to serve you. And they're really nice people. So here are the contact pieces for you. Phone number is 214-343-2601. They'll bring samples right to your home. And they'll help you choose. 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. Hi, I'm JJ from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and those great Valspar paint products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, JJ, my friend. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. We have Charlotte in Sherman. Charlotte, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you today? Wonderful. How about you? Great, great. Um, My question is, I planted last year um, 
a fall aster, and um, I didn't realize it would grow like it did. It was huge, huge. At any rate, it's come back this year just, you know, beautifully. And you mentioned in your book to prune it um, back to keep its shape in May. Mm -hmm. You also transplant it or move it now? Uh, it could be it could be transplanted. Um, that is not best done in April. However, that would be better done in in uh, late fall after it finishes blooming, or very early in the spring, like in late February or early March. Not not while it's growing actively. Okay, I wasn't sure about that. I um, like I said, it got much bigger than I thought it would. It's still very big, but. Um, well, I hang on, hang on just a second. How how tall is it now? Uh, it's about a foot tall now. All right. And how tall was it when it bloomed last year? Uh, about two foot. Okay. Yeah, it should be kept at. Uh, uh, I would let it grow this spring a little bit, but uh, sometime in the next two or three weeks, I would take the growing tips out of it and try to keep it at. Uh, Probably 15 or 16 inches, 18 at the most, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Well, I did not. The previous aster I had bloomed and died, never came back. So I had never done an aster before. And so that's what I thought this one would do, but it really liked it. No, this is very perennial. There was a, there was a long time in my career I've uh, been in the Metroplex since uh, 1970, so 52 years, and probably for the first uh, 35 or 40 of those years, the only place you would see that plant was in old landscapes. You wouldn't see it in nurseries, maybe 35 years. And uh, and then all of a sudden, nurserymen begin to realize they have a beautiful perennial that people want and that gives you that odd color for the fall. I mean, it's hard to find blue in the fall. And oh, yeah. uh, and it's it's and a it's, it's a gorgeous yeah it's a pretty plant. I'm glad you found mm -hmm. it. it. Yeah, yes, if you I if you too. if you will keep it pruned back a little bit and keep it compact, you only have to do that one time, and it'll stay much more compact. And in doing that, maybe it'll fit where it is right now, and you won't have to move it. Okay, that would be great because I did not realize it would get that big and sure. But, but pruning it back will probably help it. Absolutely okay. will. Guarantee it. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Charlotte. Have a great day. Take care. All right, that opens her line. We have uh, we have time for a couple more calls. We have Bob in River Oaks is, is all we have ahead of you, and that would be 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Give us a call right now, please. Let's go to Bob in River Oaks. We're a little ahead of schedule. Bob, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, uh, Neil. This is Bob. I've got you there. Sandy is an understatement. Bob, your your phone just... line's cutting out on you. Oh, I'm listening. I've only got a couple of bars where I'm at. Okay, Let's see if I can find a good spot. To say that I've got sandy soil here is an understatement. It's it's all I can just dig with my hands. And so getting well, I'm not rain. not hearing. I'm not hearing enough. Keep trying, but if you can get to a more open spot, let's try it one more time. <clears throat> you have sandy soil. I got that. Okay, let me try this side of the house then. Okay. Um, are you, do you hear me on that? Okay, now? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, to, um, again, to say that I've got sandy soil here in River Oaks is an understatement. It's it's just I can just dig with my hands and don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. So drainage is not a problem in my area. And one well, one question was, is there any point in watering for, you know, deep watering in for uh, lawns? Ran here because if if it's just going to drain it that quickly, am I really doing any good by having a, a you know trying to water deeply to keep my lawn going? When we have a or, sandy or, soil, um, 
we we treat it as we do uh, somebody who's had stomach surgery or bariatric surgery of some sort. Uh, they're told Uh-oh. to eat fewer me- uh, 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 more meals, but uh, uh, smaller meals each time. So they may eat five meals a day, and they're much smaller meals per per meal. Right. So, so yes. So yes. Trying to fifteen minute waterings several times a week. That's. I thing. have no idea. I don't. I don't put a timer on it because I want to know how much water is delivered. But yes, you would water uh, uh, to get the soil moist down four or five inches, which in sandy soil doesn't take very long. And uh, then no, you come and it doesn't back, last you, very long either. That way, no. It well, it's not going to in a sandy soil. Sand doesn't have much surface area. Right. I've also got a problem with drainage. Uh, at this place, there's um, uh, when we get these big torrential rains, it it uh, I noticed a spot under my foundation where this water's draining to, and so I want to level you know, try to build up the soil against the foundation and have it drain away. What uh, do you have a recommendation on what kind of soil mix I could use to help um, push that water away and and be more uh, be more sturdy for that foundation? Okay. Why are you having drainage problems if you have all that sand? Well, I just noticed that when it does drain, it's draining under this spot in the back of my foundation, and it worries me. It's, I don't know why, that, why it would drain so quickly under the foundation. I want to be able to get it to drain the other direction, and, you know, and towards the street, you know. Okay. And so um, I, just, I want to be able to build up, the, build up the lawn in that spot to where it will wash away from that area. Um, even though it is draining quickly, still, I, I worry about that spot. All right. I am reluctant to try to give you an answer on that because I could cause you a lot of hard work and maybe expense and not have a right answer without seeing it and uh, without seeing line levels on it and other things. But um, if, you, if you're trying to get water to, to go away and not soak in, then what you're looking for is a clay soil that would, would not let the water penetrate quickly i don't know that that's the right i don't know that that's the right answer for your situation the other thing that you could do though is to put in a french drain that would get the water as it goes into the ground and all you'd have to do then would be to find a a place lower in your landscape or on a trench to it and let the water exit out the french drain french drains are put in with a four inch uh, perforated pvc pipe what you need is right. a landscape contractor who is an irrigation, I'm sorry, a drainage uh, uh, specialist, and there are plenty of them out there. I, I think that's probably what you need uh, to get the water who away do from you, the foundation. Uh, who do you recommend in your in our area for uh, if I need to go purchase a quantity of soil to do this with? Um, I don't know. In River Oaks, I don't know who I would uh, recommend. What I would, I'll tell you who I'd call. Uh, and and who would know probably I, I I know he would know would be I'd I'd call Mike or Derek Wisnand at Whiskey Stone. They do not handle soil, but since they handle stone and uh, decorative gravel, and do so much work with landscape contractors, they would know firsthand. It will take you okay. one extra call to call them and get somebody smart instead of me. Well, I have no problem with that. But um, all right. Thank you for your advice. Yeah, I, I talked to Whiskey Stone and, and just tell them that I bailed and and sent you to them. <laughs> but they That's they fun. are they have been presidents of the uh, of the Region Five of TNLA. They know all the good landscape contractors uh, who could do the drainage work for you if you needed it, or who have the the, the soil that you need. Right. Okay. Thank all you. Right. You betcha. Good luck with it. All right, Tammy in Northlake, you'll come up right after this break. Stay with me. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book, and uh, it's on sale right now. I don't say that very often, but I'll say it right now for you. Uh, I'm trying to uh, to make some room for the sixth printing. The fifth printing is, is done, and uh, I'm almost out. I will run out. Uh, before you know it. And if you'd like to save on it, there are two paragraphs that changed between the 5th and 6th printing, and they deal with the the cold of February 2021. You lived that nightmare, you know what it was, and that's it. That's that's what it's in Chapter 1, and just address the fact that it got cold. Uh, I couldn't 
put a six printing out and not acknowledge that that happened. So that's it. Uh, but here is what you get, a book that has uh, 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. It has 11 chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor lawns, landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening in those chapters. Uh, it's printed on high-quality paper. It's a hardback printed in San Antonio and uh, not in China. Um, I hired Carolyn Skye as my editor because she's the best I've ever worked with and Cindy Smith as the graphic designer because she is the best I've ever worked with. The three of us put this book together. Niels Ferry's Lone Star Gardening, 344 pages, 840 of my photographs. I sign each copy as it uh, as it sells, so I'd be happy to sign one for you. Get it while you can get it at $32.95. Books like this, hardback, high-quality paper, all of those photos, Normally are $55 or more if they're in stores or on Amazon. This book is $32.95. It will be $38.95 for the sixth printing. You get the fifth at $32.95 while I still have remaining copies. It won't last much longer, so I would really recommend you get it bought right away. And the satisfaction is completely guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny you spend. Uh, 75,000 copies sold to date in the five printings and not one request for refund. But don't delay because when the fifth printing books run out, then the price goes up by $6. Now here are the uh, two ways you can order it since it's not in stores and not on Amazon. You can call my office weekdays at 800, and that's during business hours, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The better way is to order it from the website right now at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, Foundation. They are the best. They have done work on our house, and we are mightily pleased with that work. Let me tell you about Mueller right now, something that we haven't talked about for a year, and this is their helping hand. I just want to let you know that the folks at Mueller are doing it again. For the 14th year, they're giving away a free building to one nonprofit organization right here in the Lone Star State. Now, this is just isn't any old building. It's a 4,000-square-foot facility to be built by the helping hands of Mueller, dedicating to serve a Texas-sized community. And here's how you can enter. Go to MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com. Click on Helping Hand. This is where you can complete an application about why your organization deserves and needs this blessing. Applications will be accepted until May 16. For more information on Mueller Steel Buildings and Roofing, visit MuellerInc.com. And while you're there, click on the Helping Hand and uh, take a look. See if you don't qualify for your not-for-profit. They have done wonder, uh, wonder, wondrous things to help the not-for-profits across Texas. You can see some of the former winners, and hopefully you'll be one as well. That's Mueller, Inc. Dot com. Click on the helping hand. Good luck. I hope you can win. I'm Rachel from Main Street Ace Hardware Ennis. We're your source for all those great products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. Now back to you, Neil. Thank you, Rachel, very, very much. I enjoyed recording all of those folks who own and work in the Ace Hardware stores. We were in a one million square foot warehouse in Wilmer where they get all of their materials. They're shipped out to 300 Ace stores across Texas and Oklahoma and not sure where else, but uh, oh my goodness, that was impressive. They gave us a kind of a mini look peek after uh, all the recordings were over and I got to see all my friends, the owners. It's just a neat uh, chance to work together. I get to tell their message and they go home and and help you when you walk into the stores. They are 
they are business people, businessmen, businesswomen, and so they are hopeful that they'll turn a profit and make money, but they also are there because they want to help their communities. I ask them to record, uh, I have my Ace Hardware store because, and I let them fill the blank in, and they didn't know what the others had said. And almost to a person, they said, because I wanted to give back to my community. I wanted to help my community or whatever. It's just, it's really neat. So thank you to Ace Hardware. Be sure when you go into your neighborhood, Ace Hardware, that you let them know that you appreciate their sponsorship of this program. Tammy is in Northlake, and that's where we're headed right now. Tammy, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. It is so good to speak with you again. Thank you. My pleasure. How can I help you? Well, my question today is I have some flowering shrubs, um, perennials, uh, more of the um, sages. I've planted some gara and a little bit of yucca. Um, and I was wondering on fertilizing, should I fertilize with more of a, the higher middle number that uh, with the fertilizer? I know that you like us to use the higher nitrogen on a lot of our shrubs. Um, it, would it matter what I use to just give my flowering shrubs a boost? Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you a, a little bit of a story of my life. When I was in the Dallas County <laughs> Extension Office, I was beginning to get soil test reports back for tomato gardens, and they said use only nitrogen. And I said, mm-hmm. what? They, you must have gotten your samples mixed up when you sent them to College Station or something. This can't be. And I challenged it, and then I got to talking to some soil scientists, and no, that happens once in a while. And then some more years passed, and more years passed. And then Dr. Steve George from the Extension Service uh, met me for lunch one day, and he said, Neil, we are finding that all the clay soils in Texas have excessive amounts of phosphorus. And then I went to a Scott's uh, one-week workshop in Marysville, Ohio, and that's where they were manufacturing fertilizers. And they said in the state of Ohio, they are not allowed to put any phosphorus in any fertilizer for the state of Ohio. Okay. And so everywhere across the country, this has become uh, a, a serious problem. Phosphorus accumulates in, in clay soils to the point that uh, it, it uh, really affects the solubility of, of other uh, nutrients. And so it's recommended that you use nitrogen only in clay soils, if you're dealing with a, a potted plant uh, in an artificial soil mix, then yes, you would have some phosphorus. But in the ground, stay with all nitrogen fertilizers, by and large. What you fertilize your lawn with will work on, on the uh, flower beds and on the tomato garden. Great. Perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to hear. All right. Hope you have a great day. Thanks for the call very, very much. And, folks, I hope you have a great day. I appreciate your listening very, very much. A podcast of this will be posted on my website by Monday evening to Mike Bass. Great job. We were busy today. Lots of questions covered. Thanks for listening. Until next week, happy gardening.